Yeah, have you have you ever seen the reviews on Google Maps for things though, like the funny ones? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if like because you got the Suez Canal on Google Maps there. Do you want to look up some of the look at some of the reviews for the Suez who, Canal? Who is putting on reviews of the Suez Canal? Everyone, everyone puts oh on God. reviews. Five. Nearly five thousand reviews. <laughs> What? 4.3 stars. <laughs> it's only got 4.3 stars. Oh. Oh. A week ago, five stars. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's gone down. It's gone down. Yeah, it's probably actually. Yeah, it might it might have been five stars before the blockage. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, keep going. Some keep of going. these are very factual, and some of them are really them vague. Are <laughs> like <massive>. awesome. <laughs> I mean, massive. Umar Katab has one star update. <laughs> uh, He's not wrong. Tim Proctor writes, Great Canal could be wider. <laughs> but yeah, so if but if you if you look up like the, like you look up places where you you're I've so, never thought to do that on Google Maps. You know, you look up you look up reviews of places where you're not supposed to go, like North oh. Korea. Yeah. Because like if you if you look at if you go to Google Maps for North Korea and you look up some reviews of some of the places. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty dark, but there's, <laughs> there's some pretty good ones in there. Okay. Well, <laughs> How some... dark is too dark? <laughs> is this a People have weird hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Six, five, Welcome to How Did It Come To This, where the news is a constant stream of history. Sitting across from me is a woman who is ready to sail away. It's Siobhan Doherty. Hi. Hi. And next to me is a man who is not an island. It's James Tuckwell. Hi. And I'm Daniel Matters. Hang on. Wait, stop. Yes, I'm stopping. Okay. So you've just started introducing yourself. I have. So, and I'm Daniel Matters, the tugboat leading the ship through the narrow straits. Aww. She made an intro for me. I made an intro for you. That's very sweet. Thank you. No worries. (laughs) Continue. Okay. (laughs) This week on How Did It Come To This, we had to take the long way around for centuries, leading lots of people to ask, isn't there a better way? Many tried and failed. Many thought it couldn't be done. Many thought it was an insurmountable geographical obstacle, the Suez Canal. How did the dream of the pharaohs become the highway of international trade? Are artificial rivers really a good idea? How important is international shipping? Does a 193.3 kilometre canal belong to a company or the world? Was a blow-up doll actually piloting the evergreen when it turned sideways? Ultimately, (laughs) how did it come to this? James, I snuck in. I snuck in a sneaky airplane reference there. Did you notice? I did. Yeah, I particularly like that one. If you haven't seen the movie Airplane, please do. It's one of my favorites. It's real good. Which one is? I I missed it. I've never seen it. It's what a comedy. Yeah, but what was? Oh, the with reference? the reference. The reference was the blob doll piloting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, the autopilot as it would. Yeah. <laughs> as you, as yeah. Um, so, so this week, obviously, uh, we're going to have a bit of a look at the Suez Canal. We would like. Okay, so firstly. We haven't done this for a while, so apologies. Life yeah. has been life has been hectic. It's been pretty crazy. It has been pretty yeah. crazy. But yeah. I promise, I promise that there are more episodes to come and soon. Yes. Too. Yeah. Um so we'll get a roll. yeah, we will we'll, yeah. we'll get on a roll. Yeah. 
Um, so today we're going to look at, uh, yeah, the Suez Canal. And uh, we, we were talking about this uh, not so long ago, and uh, it's definitely been the source of many memes um, to be sent between us. But um, uh, just uh, I read uh, just today, actually. So this is uh, from Nine News. Um, and uh, what I thought was, let's get let's get a bit of the background first. So this is um, this is actually from the Associated Press uh, and from uh, Channel Nine news reporter uh, Karianne Greenbank, and so she's going to explain the problem to us. Excellent. The Ever Given's moment of freedom, marked by blaring horns. <laughs> and shouts of number one from salvage workers. The 400-metre-long cargo ship, the size of four football fields, no longer lodged sideways in the Suez Canal. The salvage crews, it was a mammoth effort, using tugboats to push and pull the ship, dredgers and excavators, along with forces more powerful than any machine, a full moon and high tides. We used the water power that was in the canal with the returning tides to push the vessel where we were pulling it. And the combination of the two, as we hoped, at the end of the day, did the trick. For six days, the colossal container ship blocked one of the world's busiest trade routes, running aground during a sandstorm in a mistake so big you could see it from space, costing more than $11 billion a day in lost revenue. The potential for catastrophic disaster was uh, getting, I suppose, closer and closer the longer this ship stayed there. The Ever Given towed away for a technical inspection as hundreds of other cargo ships slowly started moving again. The backlog expected to take days to clear. In London, Ann Greenbank, Nine News. Yeah, so... Uh, so I have a question. Yes, go. Why is it the Ever Given, but on it it says Evergreen? So Evergreen is the <clears throat> company. Okay. And the, the ship's... Um, is that just a weird coincidence? Well, they're all that's given so the, similar. They're like, all given the ever title. Okay. All so right. there's a bunch of ships. Breaking news unfolding. Um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Oh, but the federal government. Oh, didn't mean for that to happen. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Um, so all the ships um, have a an ever title. I'm <laughs> right. trying to I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Okay. Um, I can't think of any of the other ones. Um, yeah, because yeah, I so, thought we'd made a mistake or something. No, 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 like, no. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the Evergreen ship line okay. has ever. And ships. this ship was the ever given. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so the the article I read today um, is that the uh, Egypt is seeking settlement um, mm. for the ever given blockage. Yep. Uh, the canal chief said last week, the Suez Canal Authority was expecting more than $1 billion in compensation, warning the ship would not be allowed to leave the canal if the issue of damages turns into a legal dispute. That amount takes into account the salvage operation, costs of stalled traffic and lost transit fees for the week that the Ever Given blocked the canal. He did not specify then who would be responsible for paying the yeah. compensation. Yeah, that's murky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so look, we're going to, as we, as we delve back today, we're going to look at kind of the ownership of the canal yes. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, I'm going to have some questions at the end of this, I think. Okay. Um, not necessarily for any of us to answer, okay. but just like <laughs> kind I'm, of, oh, that's a lot well, of yeah, no, kind of like general <laughs> questions about like, you know, yeah, I guess like things that we should all ask ourselves about mm. this kind of thing, I think, but, um, yeah, for we'll, sure. we'll get, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna head back in time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go back further than I think people might 
Yeah. I think might, we're going to go yeah, back. Yeah. Well, it's um, further than what I originally thought we would as well. So. Yeah. We're going to go, we're going to go all the way back in Egypt's history. Suez Canal, if you didn't know, is in Egypt. If mm-hmm. you, if you're trying to picture where it was yes. when all these news reports were happening, it is yeah. in Egypt. Egypt. Right. Um, so it connects the Mediterranean um, to the Indian Ocean, essentially with the Suez Gulf. Yes. Um, so uh, we're going to go back in time all the way back. To the time of the pharaohs, Siobhan. Ooh, yeah, ancient history. Um, but My to get favorite. us there, uh, let's let's listen to a lovely sound. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, okay. go. <laughs> uh, I'm on a cruise. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Thank you to the Staten Island ferry. That was the Staten oh, Island ferry. Staten Island? Yeah, it was. It was the best one I could find in okay. terms of noises. Very good. <laughs> well, the other foghorn noises sucked. Yeah. What a what a coup for the Staten Island ferry. There you go. Oh, it played on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> isn't technology amazing? So All good. right. Um, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. So historically, uh, look, the the Suez Canal has been an idea for. A long, long, long. I think the time. yeah technical um, word is ages. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're rusty. Are we? <laughs> oh, no, just this is gonna be a great going. episode. Keep going. Keep um, going keep so look, yeah, um, look, the pharaohs. Just so during um, a couple of pharaohs' reigns, there were uh, well, the Nile itself obviously mm. was used by the pharaohs for a lot of things, a lot of purposes. Mm. The Egyptians used it for all sorts of things, yep. um, but the the pharaohs used to sail down the, the Nile yeah. as like a ceremonial thing. Um, but they also used it for like all their trade almost. Yeah. Um, and so they they wanted to be able to sail more places. Yes. Um, and so they tried uh, to build canals that went to other places. Uh, mm. So there was uh, the canal of the Pharaohs, which joined the Nile and the Red Sea. Mm. Um, so like we're going all the way back to like 1800 BCE, right? Yeah. Like, this is yeah, a long way long, back. Long, 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 long. So it's like the, the 12th dynasty, I think is what yeah, I read. I think that's, was the I reign think that's of right. Sunusret the, the second and third. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yes, the twelfth dynasty. That's yeah. right. Thanks, James. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so they they connected um, the Nile to the Red Sea and other lakes in that region. Mm. Um, to can I can we just pause and yeah. say allegedly? Allegedly, because this sure. is my thing about ancient history, right? Like, sure. Okay. You, like they may have done this, and probably this happened, but we don't really know. So. Yeah, um, because of course, um, we'll. Yeah, I'll talk about this in a minute, but there, there, there were efforts to find this so-called canal yeah. later on. Okay, so we haven't even actually found I it. I don't just, think so. The only reason we know about it is because of what, um, what's his name? Aristotle and Strabo yeah. wrote about it. Wrote about it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're our only records. There's o- there are only records. Ugh, um, ancient history. I want to like Pliny. Pliny. Strabo and Pliny. Yeah. Pliny. The elder. The elder, yeah. yeah. I, like, oh yeah, okay, keep, keep going. Okay. I, won't, I won't make this a rant about ancient history. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, yeah, so look, the, the, um, we, we think, we're pretty sure that mm. a lot of uh, a lot of the, the pharaohs wanted to expand those things but yeah. just didn't or, yeah. or did and it got destroyed. Because yeah. I think the thing is in Egypt, it's, there's a lot of sand. True. Um, and a lot of the sand shifts a lot. Yeah. So I, my this is just an assumption on my behalf here, mm. but you know you you dig a trench of sand. I mean, is it going to stay there? <laughs> it's not really going to um, uh, last through the sands of time, is it? I don't think so. I don't think so. 
<laughs> I feel like I should get more credit for that. But okay. uh, well, let's move on. <laughs> if, I had, if I had a if I had a drum <laughs> a boom ting. tish, I would have I would have given you one. Cool. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so the, look, the pharaohs did want to try and do one. Yes. Uh, and there's, there's also a period of like conflict, like a lot of like conflict and like things change, and um, you know the the geography gets, uh, I guess you know, during wars. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe another possible explanation for why we haven't found anything. That definitely. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> why not? The, but I'm going to jump ahead. There was, there was a lot of other, um, there's a lot of other like canals and things that are said to have happened, mm. um, you know, through like the, the Ptolemies and, and other yeah. like pharaohs. And, um, but the, the next one I want to talk about is the, um, the Venetians mm-hmm. who they, they started, um, our favorite Italian. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they navigated Southern Africa. Yep. Um, and did get a, a, a direct trading route to India, mm. uh, for spices. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, um, they contemplated trying to dig through Egypt cause they thought, wouldn't that be so much easier? Which mm. of course it would be. Yeah. Right. If you can actually do it. Couldn't we do yeah. it? Like, yeah. let's just go through the Nile and then dig our way a bit Ouch. further. That was their idea. Yeah. Um, yep. not stupid. It turns out. It's not a, it's not a completely no. dumb idea, no. but it was definitely way too expensive. Yeah. To try yep. at that point. Even for the Venetians. Even for the, <laughs> even for the Venetians. Um, and then in the 16th century, mm-hmm. um, the Ottomans yeah. actually tried. So the yeah. Venetians dreamt about it, but the Ottomans yeah. actually tried yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, and they try to connect the Red Sea to the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they desired to connect Constantinople um, with trade routes to the Indian Ocean. So that yeah. was their, their ultimate goal there. Mm. Um, and the, it, it, it just became too hard. expensive. Um, it was never completed. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, another try and fail yeah. attempt. Um, and then finally, the last one that I want to talk about before we actually get to the proper one is Napoleon, mm. um, who during the campaign in Egypt and Syria in 1798, uh, he wanted to try and find the, the remnants of the one. ancient waterway, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, which He was obsessed with history, right? Like, he loved yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, he did. Um, and so he he tried, he sent like a, like a big contingent of mm. archaeologists and map drawers and, yep. and trying to find um, this, this ancient waterway because he thought, well, if I could find it, then maybe we can maybe we can build it again. Yeah. Right. Um, so in eighteen oh four, he thinks about a north south canal to connect mm-hmm. Mediterranean Red Sea. Yeah. Um, but he abandons it um, because uh, he thought that the waterway would require locks to operate yes. and that would be too expensive and too time-consuming to It comes back to, to money. It does. It? it really does. Um, it's quite a um, – well, I mean, when you think about it, if you look at it on a map of mm. Egypt, right, mm. you're like, oh, that's not that far. Yeah. But, of course, it is it's, that far. Yeah. It's almost 200 kilometres. Yeah. Um, and when you think of the geography of Egypt as well, like you said, sand, desert, um, it's not conducive. No, it's not an easy thing to dig. No. Um, and when sand gets wet, it's even – could be even worse. Yeah. Uh, things are not – yeah, it's not it's not a great place to build a canal. Mm, mm. Really. Like it's not an easy place, let's put it that way. Yeah. Um and so that brings us to um, the modern the, the yeah, I guess the, the modern canal period. we know today. Yes. <laughs> um which uh the, the original so the canal that we have today 
is built by the Suez Canal Company. Yes, controlled mostly by the French at yes, the beginning. at the beginning. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, yeah so this, this all happens in the early to mid-1800s. Yep. Um, and so the French are... In control, in control of, of Egypt, Egypt at the time. Yeah, yeah. So this is I was I was a little bit um, intimidated by this topic just because there is so much uh, like backstory. Like so, talking about the Suez Canal is all well and good, but like then you've got to sort of delve into like the colonial history of Egypt, which is um, complicated. complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and you know we 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 try to keep these relatively short, so we're not going to go into like huge amount of detail with like all of that but we could, like you could almost have your own episode on like the ancient version and then the French uh, colonization of Egypt and then the British and then all of the crises that happened in the 20th century. Um, so yeah, for those of you, this is like kind of, we're going to give you the information you need to know, but we'll gloss over and probably we are, some stuff. Yeah, like, more yeah. than likely, yeah. more than likely. Yeah. Um, so could you, can you, can you pronounce the name for me? Ferdinand de Lesseps. Ferdinand de Lesseps. Mm, it okay. doesn't sound particularly French to me, but like especially the Ferdinand. Ferdinand, bit, yeah, sure. It's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, he was a Frenchman. He's a Frenchman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, he's the guy that kind of gets the permission to create the company and start the process. Yeah. Uh, and I have a nice quote from him, yeah. uh, which the title of our episode comes from today. Yeah. So I thought Let's I would read go. it out. So, Love a quote. Um, Since 1849, I've studied incessantly under all its aspects, a question which was already in my mind since 1832. I confess that my scheme is still a mere dream and I do not shut my eyes to the fact that so long as I alone believe it to be possible, it is virtually impossible. The scheme in question is the cutting of a canal through the Isthmus of Suez. This has been thought of from the earliest historical times and for that very reason is looked upon as impracticable. Geographical dictionaries inform us indeed that the project would have been executed long ago, but for insurmountable obstacles. Like it's too expensive. <laughs> too expensive, too far. Yeah. Uh, the geography mm-hmm. not conducive. Yeah. Um, and so he like he fully admits it. Straight like, up, this is, like, yeah. this is pretty much a dream, but we're going to give it a go. Yeah, which I kind of respect because you're like, if this crashes and burns, then I did say at the beginning that this was sure. almost impossible. So this, I might actually use that for everything I yeah. try in the future. I really, I actually really like this guy because he actually, he reminds me of a time when people would actually just try stuff. Yeah, uh, we're too cautious these days. Like back, back in this time period, you know, when parts of the world still were undiscovered and parts mm. of like, you know, people yeah. were still voyaging out and yeah. searching for stuff and yeah. trying to make money. Couldn't just look it up creative on Google ways. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, he, um, yeah, you really, <laughs> Oh, James yeah. just found something really actually, interesting. I didn't know this. I did know this. Okay. So yeah. he, he actually tried to repeat. So he does build the Suez Canal spoilers, Spoiler. um, but he attempts to repeat it trying to build the Panama Canal. Um, fails. But he fails because mm. the Panama and that's a whole different beast yes. too. Um, that does have locks, I believe, doesn't it? Yeah. He tried to build a sea level one, tried to build a sea level one yeah. which is like, that's, yeah, okay, wow. So before we go into though like lauding the successes of Ferdinand and, and everything, sure. I think we need to talk about the human cost of, sure. of, of building the Panama Canal. So this is kind of what I got into. Sorry, not Panama, Suez. Suez. Um, so... Firstly, uh, 
people were forced to work on it. Mm. Um, they were intimidated um, and like used Egyptian peasants. Um, so it was it was built on the back of the forced labor of some. Hang on. Uh, 1.5 million workers, 120,000 people died Whoa. building this canal. Um, so that's a, it's it's 80 deaths per thousand, uh, which is not the biggest. Panama is actually 408. Yeah, deaths Panama per was thousand. ridiculous. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So, but the reason Panama was so bad is uh, they mostly died of uh, like, like malaria, malaria. Mm-hmm. and and dysentery and, and sure. diseases. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I also just as a. It's not a fun fact. It's a sad fact. But like, so to put it in perspective for something that we might all sort of know a bit more about the um, Thai Burma Railway, mm. 385.5 deaths per thousand. So the Panama Canal was more than that. Yeah. The Suez was significantly less, but a larger total because 1.5 million people worked on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like it's it's amazing and it it's changed the world and, um, you know, where we live off the benefits of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge the human cost that I'm was sure. involved in, in getting it done. And it's something that, you know, I think people like uh, your Europeans and your people in power at the time just, like whatever, it's, whatever. Like. It's also like I, I know that I wistfully thought about this time period yeah. as like a thing of like, you know, people try and stuff, but yeah. like they did try stuff that killed a lot of people. Yeah, they were like, how are we going to do this? Oh, it doesn't matter. We'll just get all these people to do it for us yeah. and then whatever happens to them, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> now we can talk about the technological triumph. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it really – it really is. Mm. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. There's no denying it. No, and it's it's definitely um, – so they, they – 190 – what did I say? 193.3 kilometres yes. long. Yep. Um, and because it has no locks, it only takes about 13 hours, 13 to 15 hours to get through it. Yes. Um, so it's one of the quickest as well in the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, so, okay, let's let's start again. Okay. So when, when, it was, when it was built first – um, the canal was 164 kilometers long, mm-hmm. um, and it was eight meters deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they enlarge it along the way yep. because what they did was they built it and it was one lane. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I love that forward planning. Kind but of also- a kind of one lane. Let's let's put it this way: it's one lane for ships these days. Yes. So back then, when they built it, you would have been able to have two-way traffic because yeah. they would have had smaller ships. Smaller right? ships. Yeah. Um, so when they first built it, it was kind of fine, but then we, we, as our ships, our ships get bigger. Uh, and so, uh, they, they enlarge it later on, Mm. but, um, it, um, it's pretty impressive in terms of, so as, as we've said, it had no locks. So a lock, yeah. if for those who don't know, a lock is uh, for a waterway that changes level. Mm. So it's kind of like a boat elevator, Yeah, I guess, is the easiest way yeah. to describe it. Yeah, um, It's cool if you've ever been in one. Like, yeah. yeah. You just kind of, but you do, it's slow. You just sit It is slow. You've got to sit and wait for the water level the water to equalize. And then move through. And then you can yeah. move. Yeah. Um, so it's, very you know, it, it's, it is very clever. Yeah. They're very clever in the way they work. Um, but they didn't have to do them mm. on the Suez, which is yeah. really good. Um, so they're able to do it at sea level. Yeah. Um, which, like you said, means that ships can just pass Go on through. through. <laughs> unless um, you're the ever given. Unless. <laughs> uh, um, now, I 
I tried looking for this, but I couldn't find. Do you know how much it cost to build? Did you find that anywhere? Uh, no, I didn't actually. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. I really tried Fact to find checker. out. James, can you see if you can find out how much it cost to build? Because oh. I couldn't. I tried and I failed. Double the original estimate? It was double. Okay. Okay. So apparently it was double the original estimate, but who knows what that was. Um, it was uh, – look, it it took them um, – it took them a took, while to well, build. Well, 10 years, so um, 1859 to 1869. Yeah, which, um, I mean, 10 years, I guess, of a construction of this size, mm. that's pretty good. Yeah. That's not You've a got terrible- like, Yeah, uh, 1.5 million workers on it. Not at any given time, but I think that's in total over the course of those 10 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, they wouldn't have had, you know, they didn't have modern machinery like we have now. No. Um, so they're, they're just digging. Um, digging the canal. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I think I, I think I read somewhere too, and maybe James can fact check me on this too, but like originally they were doing a lot of hand, like just picks and shovels yes, they and, were. Thing, and and people were dying. Um, so I think a lot of those deaths happened earlier on. Mm-hmm. And then um, De La Sep came to the realisation that they needed sort of uh, a bit more technology to help them. So it, like the second half of that construction period was more, there was a little bit more technology they get, involved. They got some like, um, like, yeah, they, they had some some stuff that could move things. I'm trying to remember exactly. I saw it and yeah. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I've, like, I've read I mean, a lot about the Suez Canal. Yeah. <laughs> and some of it's falling by the wayside. Um, but, yeah, they, they definitely did use some – um, construction material, like yeah. construction machines mm. uh, to help them with the second half. Um, but yeah, 10 years to build. Um, and it was, you know, it's quite a, <sighs> I think it's like, it's hard without showing like, cause I can't show you pictures and things. Like, yeah. It's hard to kind of fathom over the airwaves. Um, how big this thing or describe how big yeah. this thing actually is. Well, I, I think I probably don't really even have a good idea of it in my head. <gasps> James has found it. Ooh. Okay, so cost of 200 million francs was the estimate. So it must have been 400 million francs then or, or thereabouts in 1850s. Mm. So that would be. I'm sure that would be a lot. Now? Go. Um, so 400, 400 million yeah. francs, James. He's just going to double check for us and see yeah. if he can find out the historical. Inflation. <laughs> um, so uh, there you was- You know what else I found really interesting mm, when I was reading this is how much the British were against it, which I guess is not surprising when you think about that it. Would be a, that would be a colonial thing, right? Yeah, because the French, the the French, French are leading it. it and right. they hate each other. Hang on. Uh, it's eight million pounds. What? What? So the then. So the francs equals. Oh, 200, oh, okay. 200 million francs estimate then. It was 8, 8 million, million pounds, pounds then. Yeah. Then. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And the British controlled the, the Cape route that they had to take without the Suez Canal. Oh, so the other way to get around was controlled by the British. Yes. Gotcha. So what De La yep. was proposing to do threatened British uh, domination of the, of the oceans. Yeah. And so Which at this were- time as well. So like Britain and France are the two major colonial powers yes. of the time. Yeah. Um, They're not friends. No. And <laughs> the British obviously also have control of some of the major uh, colonies at the mm. time that are making them all the money. Mm. Um, and I think if I remember correctly from my World War One facts um the british navy at this point in time too was probably about double any other navy in the world yeah right so um you know they were 
the, the rule Britannia, Britannia rules the waves was yes. true. Yeah. Um, so they were like dead against this. And so the French wanted it to be an international effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end it wasn't really, they control, they had, I think, um, they owned like 52% of the Suez Canal company and 44% was owned by, uh, the Ottomans. Right. Because yes. they had regional authority over Egypt sure. at the time. So they were the two major ones at the, at the time, but at then the, time. the Ottomans went broke and sold their share to Britain. Right. Uh, Cause they like, yeah. So they came in at the end when it was all built and, yeah. and bought the Ottoman share and then it became a French British thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, probably not a good long-term plan. Just, I mean, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> the poor Ottomans. The, well, I mean, you know, they, they, they had a, um, they had a good run. They had a decent run and yeah. then they, they, they had some bad things happen. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so the, it was opened uh, on the 17th of November, 1869. Yes. Under French control. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the first ship sailed from uh, Port Said, um, which is on the Mediterranean side, mm-hmm. um, uh, going through to uh, the port of Suez on the other side. Uh, some guests, notable guests, included Emperor Franz Joseph I, ah. um, uh, the French Empress Eugenie. Was there? Great um, name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Crown Prince of Prussia and Prince Louis of Hesse oh, was there. The who's um, who? Oh, it was, it was of, a, it was uh, a who's who um, royalty. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, so there was a large procession of ships heading into the canal, mm. uh, and from then on, it becomes a a real lifeline. But mm. there are some problems. <laughs> what happen. problems? <laughs> uh, numerous technical, political, and financial problems. <laughs> uh, Let's go into the political ones. The I political like problems. Ones. Okay. Oh, hang on. James is just oh, sitting there with his big number waiting for us. That is a big number. Is that a billion? billion. A billion pounds is the estimate. Um, so it cost a billion pounds to make roughly. Yeah. Well, so the estimate was 800. Oh, that was the estimate. So it could be two billion. So it was double. Oh, it was double. Two billion pounds. Two billion pounds. Wow. I mean, yeah, okay, cool. That's a lot, I guess. It's well, actually, I guess we're so like. Well, I'm trying to think now. So two two billion (laughs) two billion pounds. We're talking about Australian like what six billion dollars or no, a bit less than that. Um. The four, four and a four, four and a half billion thereabouts. Um, I'm just, I'm, guestim- I'm guesstimating there. But if you, if you're thinking about that in terms of what we spend today, we would spend four billion dollars yeah, on, on an average on budget something. thing, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. actually probably not that much. Yeah. In terms of what it does. Yeah, exactly. Well, how much per day did the ever given? Uh, didn't they say they six saying, billion a day? They were saying eleven billion. A eleven day. billion a day. Eleven billion. Oh my god! Yep. So much money. Okay. Yeah, that's what they said in the news report, James, earlier in the podcast. Are um, you paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so where do you where do you want to start? Do you want to start with uh, some uh, some crises? Some crises. Yeah. Suez crisis. Yes, I do. Um, so. Okay, so the Suez crisis, which is a little complicated. Um, <laughs> so I remember this. Uh, I was, I we did the Arab-Israeli conflict when I was in Year Twelve, and um, I just remember, like, we were all just like 
wait, stop. I'm confused. <laughs> like pretty much the whole time. Um, but the Suez crisis was part of it because it was, uh, so the conflict between, um, Egypt and Israel, mm-hmm. but who was really pulling the strings? Well, so there was, yeah, there's a lot of international mm. fingers in the mm. pie. Uh, um, from what I can I see, I, even I still don't really understand <laughs> yeah. everything that goes on here. But, um, so there's, there's things, it's the Soviet Union, the UK, and the US yeah. are, all, are all kind of yeah. – they've all got interest in it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the British have been controlling Egypt since uh, 1882 at this point. Right, and I'm sure the British, you know, and they're, they're thinking, we protected you in two world wars and, like, we did all these things for you. You should be grateful. You should be grateful. Um, but the Egyptians uh, nationalised the canal. Yes. So we have President Nasser, who was a bit of an Egyptian hero. For yes. It, um, because he was seemed to be, like, not the first, but one of the first to properly stand up to the British and other um, European imperial powers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, like his move in 56 was to nationalise the canal. Um, And (laughs) my most recent understanding of this comes from the Crown. Oh, okay. That's all right. (laughs) There's an episode in season one of the Crown. I'm sure it's historically Um, accurate. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I, I, I always Google when I'm watching it drives Steve nuts. He's like, can you just enjoy this for what it is? I'm like, no, I need to fact check. Um, But uh, yeah, so he nationalized it and um, then Israel invaded Egypt. Yeah, but it wasn't just Israel. No, but it was initially. Yeah. And then France and Britain uh, issued a ceasefire, which was ignored. Yeah. And then France and Britain invaded. Also invade. Yeah. Yeah. But what came out later was that uh, Britain and France, and I don't know to what extent the French were involved, but Britain and, sorry, Israel uh, had been in negotiations and Britain um, basically told Israel to invade and we'll back you up. Right. But then it would give Britain the, um, you know, like the moral justification of invading. Um, yeah. So they, they kind of manipulated it. And so to the extent that um, in the Arab world, this the Suez crisis is known as the tri- tripartite aggression. Yeah. Um, I think Israel, like, France and Britain. One of the, one of the factors though is that, so – he he nationalizes the canal, yeah, and then closes the um, the Straits of Tehran mm. to Israeli ships, yes, on the same day, yeah. Um, so Old. like you can see why they're upset, yeah. a little bit, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And um, it it definitely was it was a power play on mm. on on the Egyptian president's yeah. behalf. And we are not getting into the Arab-Israeli conflict. <laughs> it is just too complicated. It's the, so it's the Suez crisis that we're focusing on here. So, like, the Egyptians were militarily defeated, but they blocked the Suez and they managed to successfully continue blocking it to shipping, yeah. um, which is sort of how it all, like, the UN had to come in. And I've got a quote here. Uh, so this crisis signified the end of Great Britain's role as one of the world's major powers because it was um, basically the U- the US got involved and told Britain to back Back down. off, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, we're just like 11 years out of like the worst uh, war that the world's ever seen. Um, so, yeah, they, they get Britain to back down. It's a huge embarrassment. Um, the British Prime Minister, Anthony Eden, resigns over it. 
Um, and yeah, it's kind of like the end of Britain as a global power. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the UN get involved. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this U- is when we come into like ownership, who owns. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So the, when, when the Egyptians nationalize the, the canal, it gets transferred to the Suez Canal Authority. Yep. Um, and then the UN peacekeepers, come in to open the canal and keep it open. Um, and they were like mandated to keep the peace in mm. the area yeah. to keep international interests Yeah, well, going, right? yeah, it's a really important waterway for the whole world. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so um, there were, there were quite a, like um, quite a few times when um, the Egyptians again tell the UN to get out. Mm. <laughs> Um, the canal gets closed for like yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. Um, well, I've got, okay. Can you play go. my fun fact music, please? Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. With Siobhan. Hey. Have you ever heard of the Yellow Fleet? No. Mm. Have you, James? No. Ooh, this will be a fun fact. Go. Ooh, so the Yellow Fleet was the name given to uh, 15 ships and their crew who were stuck in the Suez Canal from 1967 to 1975. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. So this is after the Six Days War. Yeah. Um, again, between Egypt and Israel. Um, and again, they, they shut down the, they blocked the, the canal as part of like a strategic move during that conflict. And so these, tr- these ships were trapped there for how long is that? Eight years? Jeepers. For their eight years. So <laughs> they hosted their own Olympics. Hey. <laughs> so they started their own postal system yeah, with okay. handmade stamps, um, which are now collector's items all over the world. Um, and, yeah, the Egyptian Postal Authority actually began to recognise the stamps so they could be sent to their – Wow. Um, yeah, so the ships were from – hang on, let me have a look. How did I not know about this? I didn't – I like, exactly when I was reading about it, I was like, what? So they were from West Germany, Sweden, France, the UK, uh, the US, Poland, Bulgaria and Czechoslovakia. Yeah, where those ships are from. And they were just floating there for eight years. So I there's actually surprisingly little about that. Like Mm. I'm like, that would be so interesting. There's gotta be more to this story than just like the Wikipedia page I managed to find. Yeah. Like (laughs) it would be so interesting to find out more about that and like how that all happened and like how they were just left to languish there for that long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty, pretty darn cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Um, one of my better fun facts. That I is, think. that is a good one. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. Um, and so like, yeah, so that like there's still wars going on mm. and the, like, yeah, a lot of. So yeah, like the second half of the 20th century is uh, like notoriously politically unstable. Uh, you've got your cold war going on and then you've got a lot happening in the Middle East as well. And the Suez Canal is smack bang in the middle of it. So. Yeah. And so it was used during the Arab Israeli conflicts. Mm. Uh, of the time as a crossing and yep. like it was, you know, so like because of that they used sea mines mm-hmm. and other things and mm-hmm. so the UN had to come in afterwards and uh, the, the actually the US leads this this one but um, they come in with Operation Nimbus Moon. <laughs> 
gotta love. <laughs> Who names these things? Uh, yeah. Um, where they came in with mine sweeping equipment. Yeah. Um, to to make sure that the the yeah the canal would be safe for operation. Okay. Again. Hang on, I've just found. It. So Operation Nimbus Moon. Yep. They are sweeping the mines. Harry Potter. Mm. Nimbus, Nimbus 2000, 2000 is a broom. <gasps> There's got to be a connection there. <laughs> Find maybe, that connection. Maybe for not. Me. <laughs> Find it. Uh, and so, yeah, so the, the US led UN operation clears the mine. They reckon it's probably about 99% clear. Cool. Oh, today even. So uh, <laughs> the canal and its lakes were considered 99% clear of mines. Wow. That's not enough for me. Well, you would hope that they would have got all the main ones, like I the ones people, right in the way. You yeah, know? who have like taken cruises down the Suez. Like, I what? Yeah. There are mines there? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. That's, uh, wow, okay, yeah. cool. So, uh, and then the, the UN mandate uh, expires in 1979 um, for them to be hanging around. Okay, um, yeah. But uh, there, there is... Um, post this this time, like so, like late seventies, early eighties, um, Egypt signs a peace treaty with Israel, and yeah. so things get a little bit better. Okay, in terms of this yes. region and yes. what it bit more strategically means, yeah, um, mm. for the world. Um, and so uh, there were then negotiations, and a multinational force of observers is brought in to the Sinai Peninsula and kind of overlooks the Suez, yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, cool. Um, and that kind of that kind of ends the the real political yeah, yeah. turmoil yeah. around the Suez. Um, but the other big thing with the Suez has been um, how big is it? How how big does yeah. it need to be? Yeah. Um, so I was talking to James before the podcast about modern ships uh-huh. and how big they are, um, and they're like they're pretty big. We have the. Well, the, yeah, the Ever Given was what, like one of the largest, longest. It's one of the largest yeah. container ships built, yeah. um, and and that's kind of like the, we're, we're at a maximum size of container ships at this point because of a couple of reasons. Number one is they have to make Float. it into a port. Okay, now, yeah. floating floating is not necessarily a problem. Okay. We could go a bit bigger, okay, and still float and still float. Cool. Um, but as far as like. Um, making it into a port and uh-huh. actually getting stuff off your ship and onto yeah. your ship, you yeah. need to be around the size we're at now. Yeah. Um, but also to navigate the two yeah. major canals of the world, you also need to only be a yeah. similar size. Yeah. Um, and so the, the ever given uh, is one of those large container ships. Mm. Uh, and, and one of the reasons why they, they tend to expand the Suez. Um, the Suez is still not a two lane shipping Oh really? Canal in many parts. Oh. So okay. uh, you could you can get it through yeah. in some bits like and other bits and- they go in convoys. So I was oh. I was talking to James earlier as well about convoy. They do. Okay. I think I think I talked to you about it too. They have convoys um, where they will start. Um, you know, the, the northern convoy will come down from Port Said and they, yeah. they all travel in one big row for a yeah. couple of hours and they pull over into the bypass lane and yeah. they let the southern contingent come yeah. out. Yeah. Right. So that's how they kind of in my head. do it. There's like a little lollipop person standing there with the slow and the and the stop. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know how they do it. I'm I'm assuming it's just all radios and I've, stuff. Now. Well, I presume but, that's um, not the case, but yeah. I like that. To uh, be the case. And they also so the the, the 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 thing about the Ever Given was right. So when it when it runs aground, it runs aground in high winds where mm-hmm. when it's still allegedly 
yeah. um, is an accident. We, we're not sure that's why they're Ooh. taking them to court possibly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, it's still, still allegedly in high winds. It, okay. it got stuck. Yeah. But it got stuck in one of the only places that there is not a bypass lane. Wow. That's dumb. Which is why it blocked the yeah. whole thing. Um, so if it had done yeah. it anywhere else, it was it would would have been okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was one of the it's one of the only spots. Yeah. Um, where it got stuck and go. blocked That's everything. Un- it seems yeah, uh, unlucky. Have you read the story that they're trying to blame um, like a, the female, Egypt's first female ca- ship captain? Yes, even though she was not there. Yes. I just want to put it out there. She was not there. She was on the other side of the of Egypt yeah. at the time. Yeah. So this uh, woman who is killing it in her male-dominated industry is not to blame. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Yep. What's her name? Uh, Marwa El Sahel. Oh, no, I'm going to butcher that last name. <laughs> I can't say that one either. El Saladar. Sel- oh, that's pretty good. El Saladar. Something El Sel- like that. Yep. Um, she's been falsely uh, falsely accused of, yeah. of doing it. And she wasn't even there. She wasn't there. Whoops. Mm. Um, what, I, what I wanted to maybe end with, though, because one, one of the big things and one of the questions I'm going to ask after this is about uh, some of the um, – yeah, some of the questions of ownership and like yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. But yeah. I just wanted to. This, so here's uh, I found stats. Okay. I, I get excited by stats I know sometimes. You do. So Let's go. Uh, in 1870, the canal's first full year of operation, there were 486 transits, or fewer than two per day. Mm-hmm. In 1966, there were 21,250, an average of 58 per day, mm-hmm. with the net tonnage increasing from 44 no 444,000 metric tons mm-hmm. in 1870 to about uh, 278 million. 400,000 metric tonnes. Mm. Uh, by the mid-1980s, the number of daily transits had fallen to an average of 50, but net annual tonnage was now 355 million tonnes. Um, in 2018, there were 18,174 transits with an annual tonnage of 1,139,630,000 metric tonnes. Yeah. <laughs> That's just – I don't think my mind comprehends numbers. I've come to realise this as I grow up. Like <laughs> – so I can, I yeah, big. It's growth, huge. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Right? Um, yeah. So, you know, just thinking about how much stuff that is mm. and how quickly you can now get goods from Europe to other places in the world without having yeah. to go around Africa. Yeah. So that's the, we're opening up the, it's the pathway between Asia and Europe essentially yeah. is yeah. what we're opening up, right? Yeah. Um, without having to go around Africa, which saves days in travel. Yes. Um, these days. Globalization. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, like we said, $11 billion worth of yes. goods yeah. a day. A day, right? yes. Um, so surely this opens up the case for the Suez Canal becoming some sort of worldwide property. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's my Should. thought. Okay, go. Here's my thought. I'm wondering. Yeah. Are there things that become so needed by the rest of, like, by everyone yeah. that it should now be protected by everyone? So is it not already protected by everybody? Well, here's my question. Does anyone know who owns it now? It's the Suez Canal Company? It is, which is a company. It's a company. So it's not owned. It doesn't so it's protected it's, by everyone. It's right. So when this happened. It's privately owned, is it? or is it? Yeah, so the yeah. Suez Canal Authority and Egypt both had to stump the bill yeah. to get the thing out. When yeah. in reality we were all affected by it, yeah. Like every almost every, every nation country. on earth was affected yeah. by it, yeah. Why why were we not all? James has to in? wait eight weeks for his furniture to come. Like who knows that could be impacted. Uh, yeah. You know, 
Yeah. Surely. And so like, yeah, <laughs> He's I the just, real victim here. like, I'm just throwing it out there. I wonder, are things like this Yeah. now, You're like, right. you know, should we all be like chipping into Suez? Should there be some sort of global government? I'm going to go so far as to say no. <laughs> <laughs> then how would we do it? Well, that's a good question. Thanks. And I don't know. Yeah. Um, mm. but, but I, I just, that, it's just a question talk, that needs, needs to be, to be talked, talked about, about, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because we are relying on each other more and more. Yeah. I don't. Is I it don't, something that you, the United Nations kind of would need I to? I think it probably is. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Um, look, don't get me, don't get me started on the problems I have with a global government. Um, <laughs> we can get into that later if you want. Sure. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Save it for another day. Sure. Uh, yeah. So mm. I guess, okay. uh, ultimately that's, that's how, how it came to this. Oh, that was the wrong one. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> oh, no. I'll try that again. As always, you can catch us by email. How did it come to this podcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Facebook at HDICTT Podcast. If you like the show, remember to leave us a review on iTunes if you can. How did it come to this is written by Daniel Matters and Siobhan Doherty. Our producer is James Tuckwell, edited by Daniel Matters. Original music by Lachlan McWhorter. That was all right. Good one. Yes. No, that was good. Yeah. Ended up being good. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.